0: You don't have to know a lot of things in order to make a huge difference for the Lord in the world. But you do need to know a few things that are great and be willing to live for them and die for them. Will I let Jesus prove to me that he's truly my strength? To let him prove inside of me that through him I can do all things. The True Strength Life Podcast with Aaron Simpkins. What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode, and we are going to start a new character, a new character in scripture. So, we just finished up the prophet Elijah, so we're going to continue with his apprentice, basically, the prophet Elisha. And Elisha did a lot of really amazing things uh, similar to Elijah. But they get overshadowed a little bit in terms of I I guess you could say popularity. Um probably just because he's the you know, he's the he's second after Elijah. Elijah was the you know kind of the the first great one, if you will, um as prophet. And uh so we're just gonna continue with Elisha. I mean, where I ended uh with Elijah, um with Second Kings chapter two. Elisha it that chapter ends with Elisha so I'm just going to continue on with uh, 2 Kings 3 and so forth um so real quick on Elisha he's first mentioned back in 1 Kings 19 and that's there's not a whole lot it's just really him uh I I read I read that back with uh you know also in the Elijah series um but really that chapter just talks about how the the call of Elisha and uh, and then after that he's not really mentioned too much um, up until up until second kings 2 which I just mentioned and uh, and then so forth for the next few chapters so he up to this point has been you know under Elijah's wing and now is uh, now that Elijah was taken up to heaven again in second kings 2 now that Elijah was taken up to heaven, and Elisha saw it, and all that, he now is the prophet of Israel. He's the main guy, and uh, and he does a lot of amazing things. So we're just gonna we're gonna go we're gonna read about it. We're gonna co- we're gonna cover that now. So this will be part one of the series of the prophet Elisha. <laughs> Berean Study Bible, Second Kings, Chapter Three. Moab's Rebellion. In the eighteenth year of Jehoshaphat's reign over Judah, Jehoram, son of Ahab, became king of Israel. And he reigned in Samaria twelve years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not as his father and mother had done. He removed the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, he clung to the sins that Jeroboam, son of Nabat, had caused Israel to commit. He did not turn away from them. Now Mesha, king of Moab, Was a sheep breeder, and he would render to the king of Israel a hundred thousand lambs and the wool of a hundred thousand rams. But after the death of Ahab, the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So at that time, King Jehoram set out from Samaria and mobilized all Israel. And he sent a message to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? I will go, replied Jehoshaphat. I am like you. My people are your people, and my horses are your horses. Then he asked, Which way shall we go up? By way of the desert of Edom, replied Jehoram. So the king of Israel, the king of Judah, and the king of Edom set out. And after they had traveled a roundabout route for seven days, they had no water for their army or for their animals. Alas, said the king of Israel, for the Lord has summoned these three kings to deliver them into the hand of Moab, But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there no prophet of the Lord here? Let us inquire of the Lord through him. And one of the servants of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is here. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat affirmed, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Elisha, however, said to the king of Israel, What have we to do with each other? Go to the prophets of your father and of your mother. No, replied the king of Israel, for it is the Lord who has summoned these three kings to deliver them into the hand of Moab. Then Elisha said, As surely as the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, were it not for my regard for the presence of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look at you or acknowledge you. But now bring me a harpist. And while the harpist played, The hand of the Lord came upon Elisha, and he said, This is what the Lord says. Dig this valley full of ditches. For the Lord says, You will not see wind or rain, but the valley will be filled with water, and you will drink, you and your cattle and your animals. This is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord, and he will also deliver the Moabites into your hand. And you shall attack every fortified city and every city of importance. You shall cut down every good tree, stop up every spring, and ruin every good field with stones. The next morning at the time of the morning sacrifice, water suddenly flowed from the direction of Edom and filled the land. Now all of the Moabites had heard that the kings had come up to fight against them. So all who could bear arms, young and old, were summoned and stationed at the border. When they got up early in the morning, the sun was shining on the water, and it looked as red as blood to the Moabites across the way. This is blood, they explained. The kings have clashed swords and slaughtered one another, now to plunder Moab. But when the Moabites came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and attacked them, and they fled before them. So the Israelites invaded their land and struck down the Moabites. They destroyed the cities, and each man threw stones on every good field until it was covered. They stopped up every spring and cut down every good tree. Only Ker-haraseth was left with stones in place, but men with slings surrounded it and attacked it as well. When the king of Moab saw that the battle was too fierce for him, he took with him 700 swordsmen to break through to the king of Edom, but they could not prevail. So he took his firstborn son, who was to succeed him, and offered him as a burnt offering on the city wall. And there was a great fury against the Israelites, so they withdrew and returned to their own land. Hey guys, Aaron here. As a first and a last, and a whatever else in between, you want to do, please support the show in one of the best, easiest, simplest ways you can. Please rate the show on whatever platform you're listening. Uh, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, that has so much to do with with uh, with charts and you know moving moving the show up and the search engines, all this stuff. Uh, but whatever platform you're listening, please rate it. Uh, please subscribe to the show if you haven't already. We greatly appreciate it. I hope this uh, I hope this content is uh, is encouraging, is, is uh, life building to you, um, really to just get you to know God more. Um, because as as believers, we want to we we believe that our life is about knowing God and making Him known. So I, I pray that we are doing that for you. And if you could, real quick. Just please rate the show. Maybe leave a comment even and and subscribe. Thank you guys. Love you. I'm out.